Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning. It's Wednesday, March 18th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, a 24-7 sports podcast dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news. My name is Connor Tapp. I'm joined over Skype by Trey Scott. And Trey, you know, yesterday we told the listeners that you and I were hard at work coming up with some ideas for things we could talk about during this uh, very unusual time in covering college sports. And we're happy to report today that we got some wheels in motion on some projects that we're working on. And Trey, tomorrow, on tomorrow's podcast, we're kind of kicking things off for us here with kind of these looks looks backward at some of the more interesting moments of college football history. Yeah. So uh, on Thursday's podcast, we're going to have uh, – Charles Power on is, is a conversation between myself and, and Charles talking about Noel Devine. I think everyone probably remembers Noel Devine with that insane YouTube video that dropped in 2006. And we're going to talk about that video and why we got so excited about it. Probably because we are at the height of the Reggie Bush era. And we're going to talk about what happened to Noel Devine. And Charles has some interesting comments on maybe lessons learned from Noel Devine and why we wouldn't have ranked him uh, so high if, if Noel Devine was a prospect in the class of 2021. So excited about that. And I'm excited about the project where we're kind of starting on, on at least talking about Connor with, with watching all these classic games because I'm sitting around at home and I'm like, I would not mind like <laughs> it to be my job yeah. description right now to watch old college football <laughs> games. Yeah, and and one of the good things is that last year was, of course, the 150th season of college football. So there are a bunch of lists out there of the greatest college football games of all time. Uh, we, I was digging through the ESPN ranking of the top 150 games of all time, and me and producer Tony Levitt, we were digging through those games, cross-referencing against which ones are available to watch now on YouTube. And so we're going to come up with a system where, you know, who knows how long that this thing is going to go on, but we found 73 of those 150 games on YouTube. And so we're going to go back and watch them. We're going to give the listeners a chance to vote on which games we talk about. And then we're going to talk about it. We're going to bring some of our team site experts on and maybe interview some other people who have expertise pertaining to those particular games. And uh, it's going to be real fun. The first, the first uh, poll is up now. I um, we picked four games, and and I decided we're going to pick all the games from 2001, just because a at least for me, I know Trey, you're a little bit younger than I am, but this is kind of like the nostalgia sweet spot of college football for me, being a child born in the mid 80s, um, and so these games kind of loom large in my memory of kind of the earlier days of me being really into 
college football as uh, I guess I would have just been starting high school around that time. And also, uh, I mean, it was a season that was played in the shadow of a national tragedy, uh, much like the kind of situation we're in right now. And postponed games were postponed. One of the games that was postponed was uh, Tennessee and Florida that ended up being a very consequential game for the national title picture. And that one ended up getting moved to the end of the season. It used to be pretty early on in September. And uh, and the other other games on there are the seven-overtime shootout between Arkansas and Ole Miss. We've got Colorado beating Texas. Look, Trey, is this the Big 12 title game? Yes, and I'm begging you guys to not vote for that game. That was so- – <laughs> I've. it's only been a few times that the result of a college football game has brought me to tears. That was the first and the most impactful. Yes, that was a Big mm. 12 title game, Connor, and, and they had played earlier in the season. Texas and Colorado had, and Texas had won. Off the top of my head, I think it was 42-7. to seven. And mm. everything had fallen into place for the Longhorns to even go to the Big 12 title game because Oklahoma had lost to Oklahoma State a few weeks before, and all Texas had to do was win that game, and they would have played Miami for the national title and heartbreak ensued. So please don't vote for that. I don't want to have to relive that. <laughs> Someone has voted for it now, and I don't know who, because it's a, I think uh, you, me, and Tani are the only people that know about this poll so, mm. at, at, the, at the moment that we're recording this. So, uh, uh, but we also have uh, Stanford 49, Oregon 42. That was back in the Joey Harrington days, kind of knocked Oregon out of the, the hunt for a, a, a national championship at that point in time. And so those those are the four we've got right now, and it's ranked choice voting. Uh, so you, you rank them in order of preference from one to four. The reason I did that, did not want this to just totally be about who has the most online uh, fan base. And so it would help us get a better sense of which games people actually are interested in, uh, regardless of their particular rooting interests. Um, so I, I think we'll be talking about our first game sometime next week. We're still kind of figuring out the logistics of this and depending on what game ends up getting chosen, coordinating with, uh, with guests or other people that we'd want to have on to aid us in our discussion of that game. But I'm, uh, you know, we, after, after this, we'll have 69 more games to get through. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited to see how the results go and I'll be ready to watch. A lot of old classic football on YouTube because I have really like once the afternoon hits, I'm pretty open. We're going to take a quick break. And on the other side, the Ohio State Buckeyes are on a roll on the recruiting trail. NCAA ban on in-person recruiting notwithstanding. And the Ivy League continues to be a leader in college sports. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back. We got some news to run down, Connor. Uh, have you been checking out what Ohio State's been doing on the recruiting trail? Because if you haven't, you guys need to. They have been on an absolute tear. They have four commitments from four-star prospects in the last three days. 
And Steve Wolfong tells me that they might get a five-star running back, Trevion Henderson, soon to boot. So currently, though, their average recruit, their average class rating of all their commits combined is 95.09, which is enough and high enough for them to start this narrative now that their 2021 recruiting class could be one of the best ever. And that 95.09 mark, five other classes have ever topped 94. So needless to say, Ohio State is running away from everybody else for the race for number one. And they're still just halfway there. And they've got plenty of other good five-star talented prospects on the table too. So Ryan Day is doing a really good job. And just two years ago when he was sort of making his first transition class, which ranked number 14, there were some concerns about can he recruit the way Urban Meyer did. The answer is emphatically yes. Yeah, kind of wild to see Ohio State cleaning up on the recruiting trail right now between them and the NFL. I think those are the only two organizations not aware of what's going on around them right now. They're just like keeping their head down and and staying at work. Um, So uh, other item today is that Brown has promoted Heather Marini to quarterbacks coach. You might have noticed from the name Heather Marini is a woman. She's the first female position coach in Division I football. Uh, She joined Brown last year as an offensive quality control assistant. Prior to that, she worked with the New York Jets as a summer scouting uh, specialist, and she has played uh, women's football, uh, women's tackle American football uh, in Australia. So uh, really, really interesting move. And I mean, we've seen the NFL kind of taking these steps, and now it seems to be trickling down into the college ranks as well. And you absolutely love to see it. Very, very cool. Last note, not really, not really any news here. Just, I guess, just a note. Uh, at 24-7 Sports today, we are releasing our first top 247 rankings for the class of 2022. So go check that out. we got a lot of good content on the website. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you appreciate what we're doing, please express your support by leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, if you know we kind of have a plan in place for which classic games we're going to get to and when we're going to get to them in terms of when they make it into the polls. But if you've got one that you want to see us move to the front of the line, hey, leaving us a five-star rating with a review indicating what game you want to see us talk about, uh, certainly a decent way to get our attention. For Trey Scott and our producer, Tani Levitt, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you on Thursday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.